Albert Lee, Minnesota native Jacob Schlichter spent the beginning of the new year bundled up along I-35 photographing swans. The photographer and business owner was awarded the Southeastern Minnesota Arts Council grant in November of last year and used the money to create a public photography exhibit showcasing southern Minnesota wildlife. Jacob is on the line right now to talk about his creative process and the challenge of photographing wildlife in such a warm and dry and weirdly strange winter this year. Hey, welcome, Jacob. How are you? Hey, Kathy. I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Thank you. Congratulations. This seems like it was a pretty competitive grant process. Yeah, it's definitely not an easy endeavor to go through. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so tell me, why did you choose Southern Minnesota Wildlife for your project? Um, I am a huge nature-loving hippie, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I grew up reading National Geographic, watching Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, RIP Steve Irwin, you know how it is. So growing up with that, um, and then with my love for photography being developed during high school, it kind of naturally segued from taking photos of people doing tricks on their skateboard at the skate park over in Austin to photographing birds as they're diving for a fish over at Albert Lee Lake. So, so I'm yeah. betting, oh wow, I'm betting then that you might be a fan of the great nature photographer Jim Brandenburg, uh, a native of Western Minnesota. Um, Jim has told me that photographing nature is a very intimate thing for him to do. And for years, taking photos was like keeping a, um, a special journal of the natural world around him. How do you view your interactions with nature as a photographer? Oh, yeah, very much the same. It's a very personal endeavor for me. Um, you know, I'm repeatedly going to the same spots every week and kind of building up a reputation with the wildlife as, you know, something that they could look at and view as uh, non-threatening. And that allows me to really be able to get some of the shots I do and get right in the face of some of the wildlife. And I mean, that is, it's truly magical. I mean, in my generation, we call it being like a Disney princess, you know, you're attracting all the birds and all the wildlife, but to actually live that and be face to face with a green heron as it's hunting for frogs in a pond and be able to actually have that up close interaction is just breathtaking. And honestly, words don't even describe it to me. Wow. I love that phrase, building a, uh, a relationship, you know, uh, in, their, in, in the animals and the birds are clearly not afraid of you, at least you're, you're part of the surroundings, right? Um, I'm curious then, as you come face to face with some of the animals, uh, who, who really has uh, struck you? Uh, what was the biggest surprise? Oh, there's a few instances that come to mind. Uh, once I had this yellow warbler um, just kind of chase me around for 15 minutes and just buzz around my head. And I'm just like, bro, can you just chill out? You look so pretty. And eventually he sat there on a branch and just stared at me for like maybe 30 seconds. And in that time I had to adjust all my camera settings to get like this shot of it sitting there. And it was, that was really remarkable. Um, another time I was photographing this lone baby deer out in a field near Albert Lee and the deer itself was probably so young it didn't know any better. The deer ended up walking right up to me. And it just kind of stayed by my side for about an hour as I walked around the, the nature park and was looking for its family to kind of guide it back home. Eventually, you know, rest assured, the family did come up and 
find the deer again. But the mother just looked at me like, what the heck? <laughs> what are you doing? Wow. And in that moment, the baby deer just ran right to its mom and you could tell the mother was probably scolding it, you know, but <laughs> just stuff like that. It's really just quite, quite the experience. And I really hope to bring that experience to everyone else through my photos. So hopefully I'm doing a good job at that. Well, you, you you were working during a really weird winter, you know, with the warm weather. I'm sure it was fine working in it. You know, you didn't have to slog through a bunch of snow and it was really, it was not very cold. But did that affect your process at all and what you saw? Um, well, Kathy, I got to say, I bought a long track snowmobile last year with the intent of being <laughs> able to strap my camera gear to the back of it. And right. uh if you to all the listeners, you know, look out a window. I, I don't even know if we could call what we had this year a winter. So yeah, so uh, to bring it full circle to those swans you mentioned at the beginning, those very swans, their pond dried up actually, and I had to chase them down over the span of a month and find out where they're relocated. And it rewarded me with this amazing like family photo of the swans with their new babies, uh, uh, framed by a bunch of brush and trees. It was really cool. But I felt really bad because a lot of the wildlife is truly suffering from this drought. Um, places that would normally be a hotbed for feeding and just nesting are completely dry and without any sort of life. And you can see hundreds of birds sitting there kind of just like, well, this is our reality now. We got to deal with it. And it's just it's created a huge mess if I am being blunt about it. Um I literally went into this project with the intent of getting a bunch of snowy, beautiful shots of the wildlife, you know, interacting with the snow and hunting throughout the winter. I had all these uh, locations scouted out months ahead of time and was getting permission from various landowners to be on their property. So, yeah, none of that really planned out the way I wanted it to, unfortunately. Wow. But you still got some really great shots, though. Oh, yes. I have a lot of really cool shots. And, you know, the lack of snow does aid in some other endeavors, like being able to see more clearly and having different experiences with some of the wildlife that might not be hibernating in a normal way. So it's been kind of cool seeing some of the groundhogs, for instance, out and about still and being able to interact with them because of how shy they are. You know, you need a lot of interactions before you really get that one good shot with them. So you, I know you've been sharing your photos on social media. What's the response been like? Pretty positive. Everyone's really loving what they see and has been extremely encouraging. And then some of my other friends that are wildlife photographers have been trading tips with me, and it's been a really productive time overall. And your photos are on display at the Albert Lee Arts Center, right? Yes, the Albert Lee Arts Center and the Austin Artwork Center. Okay. Now, uh, is this a first for you? Have you had your, your work displayed in this manner before? Um, a few years back, I did a smaller gallery on the George Floyd protest over at the Austin Artwork Center. So it's not the first time, but it's the first time I'm doing a wildlife exhibit. Okay. So it must be really fun to see these photos up in a, in a wider space, you know, for folks to interact with. Um, before you go, we, we've got a, a, a bunch of listeners who are interested in uh, what you're doing. What's your advice for folks to get started in taking some cool shots uh, with wildlife photography? To get started, honestly, the number one advice I can give to a photographer, and I guess this would go for any creator in general, is to cr try to create something every day. You know, everyone's got a phone nowadays that has a pretty good camera in it. 
if you can use the zoom on that, you could probably get some decent photos. Otherwise, you know, save up a little bit of money and buy like a affordable DSLR and a decent lens. And that'll take you pretty far as long as you're actually out there shooting every day. All right. Good advice. Jacob, it's been a real treat talking to you. Thank you and congratulations. Thank you so much for having me. Jacob Schlichter is a photographer and business owner based in Albert Lee, and the exhibit will be displayed through March 22nd. You also should find him online. His last name is spelled S-C-H-L-I-C-H-T-E-R, Jacob, first name. He's terrific. Thanks for joining us today on Minnesota Now.